1: Alrighty, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils Podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Trey Matthews. I must say, yesterday's episode, I, I really enjoyed doing it because it was really interesting and just very compelling overall to study the expansion draft and also see what potential New Jersey Devils might head their way to the other side of the coast. I project it will be PK Suban, but remember the Seattle Kraken, with the exception of the Vegas Golden Knights, must select one player from each team so if you had not checked out that episode give it a listen because I break it all down what the expansion draft is who's on the hot seat to go and also who might be safe and who's exempt from that expansion draft so anyway that was one of my favorite episodes to do so please give that a listen and also I will be revisiting it with my friend Vincent Sansoni in today's two-parter. Yeah, part one today and part two tomorrow. So, wait a minute, wait, oh, why? where are my manners? I forgot to introduce him. Uh, so, I am having another special guest star joining me on the show. His name is Vincent Sansoni. He hails from Illinois. He's an Adrian College hockey player. So, yes, I'm bringing in another Adrian College student to come onto the show and discuss some hockey because you guys seem to really enjoy these open hockey discussions. So, what are we going to talk about? Well, we're going to be all over the board. This isn't a normal open hockey discussion, because as you guys know, usually in open hockey discussion, I just open the floor up to my guest stars just to talk about whatever they want about hockey, whether it be their journey in hockey, their experience in hockey, their playing careers, whatever the case might be. But Vincent is an exception because he's a huge NHL fan. So today's episode, we talk about everything. We talk about his background in hockey. We talk about the New Jersey Devils. We talk about the playoffs. We talk about projected champions. We talk about Patrick Elias and comparing it to his boy, Marion Hosa. So, we talk about it all in this special two-parter, and I think you guys are really going to like it. So, let's bring him in, but first, I need to inform you guys something very important. It involves chain stores. Chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do it first. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Do you want to know the best part? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part consumers online for 20 plus years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, (laughs) I know I I already said best of all, but this is even better Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and at the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com i have two instances that i need to share with you guys one i come from a big family and two i am in college and i am broke so sometimes when you're looking for something to eat you just don't know what you want sometimes you want chinese sometimes you want pizza sometimes you want froyo sometimes you want this restaurant sometimes they want the other restaurant and sometimes when i'm in my college campus dorm i don't know what i want to eat and i just don't feel like leaving because I got to stay in my dorm and study. Thanks to law teachers. But you know something? I need food. So what do I do? I use DoorDash. Because with DoorDash, there's always something for everyone. Now, for some of you that might not know, DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Mmm, that all sounds pretty good. Good right now. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left right at your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep the community we operate in safe fashion. And I'm about to make an offer that you can't refuse. Yes, you, yes, you. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKED ON NHL. That's right, $5 off your first order and zero delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app. App in the App Store and enter the code Locked On NHL. Don't forget, that's the code Locked On NHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. There we go. I've repeated it like three times so that way you don't forget. Get the DoorDash app and order right away. I'm about to order me a burger after this. <sighs> I tell you, doing those live reads really takes a lot out of you. So, uh, let's bring in Vincent, shall we? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's bring in Vincent. And joining me on Locked On Devils via Uber Conference is Vincent Sansoni from Adrian College. Vincent, how you doing today? I'm doing
0: well. It's good to be here. I'm glad to. Uh, I'm glad to talk some hockey here for uh, the next, you know,
1: 45 minutes or whatever. So, ready to go. It might be more than that because, uh, like I said. Vincent is a hockey expert. He's been hockey's his entire essence, isn't it, Vince?
0: Yeah, uh, I uh, I bleed for the sport, and I uh, and I bleed for the Chicago Blackhawks. I'll take a bullet for any of those players except for Olimata.
1: <laughs> well, we'll get on with that. But uh, so let's first start off with uh, humble beginnings. Let's just say, what's your background in hockey? Yeah, so uh, I've been playing
0: for um, probably around 11 years. I think this is going to be my 11th year. So. Um, I'm from uh Carroll Stream, Illinois. It's a it's a suburb of Chicago, so obviously huge Hawks fan. Um I played high school hockey for uh Glenbard Hockey. It's uh it's a combined team between uh Glenbard West, North East, East and South. Um I played a couple club teams over in uh Glen Allen and Geneva if anybody knows where that is, but um yeah, that's uh that's about it. That's a good introduction. <laughs>
1: So uh you you obviously play now at Adrian College on their uh ACHA D three team. How'd you get the uh offer to play on Adrian College? Where, was it a clear cut decision? Were there some other schools in factor? Like why Adrian? You know what? Um there was a couple of schools. Um
0: I I like the uh the smaller school vibe, so um that's why I kinda chose Adrian. Um I like uh I like how the school is very hockey, uh it's a very big hockey culture here, so obviously having uh, having the rink here right on campus, um, you know the you know a lot of people here love hockey. So um, yeah, pretty uh, pretty easy decision.
1: Yeah, because as I stated on my show, Adrian College is home to seven hockey teams. You don't really see that too often in a lot of colleges, but seven hockey teams from uh, four men's to three women's programs that that's pretty impressive, right there. You don't you don't see that too often.
0: Yeah. Um, the head guy here for scouting, uh, Gary, uh, he's, uh, he's an awesome guy and, uh, he, you know, he, uh, eats sleep, uh, and breathes hockey. So, um, you know, he's a good guy to, for, uh, to be at the head of the, uh, company or not company. Um, you know, to you know, he's a director here and all that. So, uh, he's a good guy and, uh, he looks after his players.
1: All right, so let's get on with the NHL because we are an NHL podcast. So, what are your opinions of the NHL playoffs so far? Because haven't watched them myself. I, I've seen I've seen it all. I've seen a lot of seven to one games. I've seen some upsets. I've seen um, uh, the shortest OT I've ever seen in eleven seconds. I've seen the longest OT I've seen in five overtimes. There was a, a I believe a double overtime in yesterday's uh, playoff series. So, what are your opinions yeah. on the NHL bubble and playoffs so far? You know what i I think uh, i think the bubble is the way to go
0: with the NHL. Um, you see, you see the NBA do it as well. I think the bubble is the way to go. It keeps the players safe and all that. Um, not a big fan of how the MLB and the NFL do it. I think I think it's just uh, it could be a problem in the future. So the way the NHL has handled this situation has been awesome. Um, you know, you were talking about overtime games. I was watching the game yesterday man to those Islanders, they, they keep fighting, man. And the, uh, the lightning are no joke either. So, um, you know, seeing the Islanders, uh, you know, come away with that win definitely keeps that series interesting. Um, You know, the Dallas stars are unbelievable too. You know, obviously they're going to represent the, uh, the Western conference here. So a lot of, a lot of good hockey uh, in the past and uh, in the future here.
1: No, let's not talk too good about the Islanders because they are in the same division as the New Jersey Devils. I kind of want to see the Lightning <laughs> advance just just because you know I don't want the Islanders to have any success, especially since you know they didn't really finish that high in the standings. But uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, they're yeah, they're, uh, they're the sixth seed.
0: So um, you know they ho- hopefully they'll lose then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, just 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 one game, just one game. I need the Lightning to win one more game. They cannot blow this lead. If, if they blow it, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my I'm gonna lose my head. Yeah, no, I I don't blame you there. Now, uh, your favorite team was in fact in the bubble. So at the beginning, did you consider it the playoffs, or did you just say it's more of a play-in? Because I heard a lot of debate it's, around uh... the organizations.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a play-in. The Blackhawks should not have been there. Um, you know, the way I looked at it was, listen, for these young guys, you know, they're gonna get a little bit of playoff experience. But um, obviously, watching them beat McDavid in that play-in round was awesome. So um, I'm happy about that. Obviously, Vegas just rolled them, so I was wasn't too happy about that. But you know, it was it was a it was a good stretch of you know, two or three weeks watching them play. So happy about that, but um. I, I do like how the NHL did it um, with the twenty-four teams. It kind of, it definitely benefited those teams where they were out by you know a couple games, and obviously there was you know ten games to go in that season. So who's to say they wouldn't have you know went
1: seven and three or whatever
0: and made the playoffs? But uh, gave everybody a fair shot at it. I like uh, I like what Gary Bettman did.
1: Right, and they uh, they beat the Edmonton Oilers, I believe, and that was uh, yeah that 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 was an intense. A uh, Ten series now. I do not like the Edmonton Oilers either because uh, they're they're legendary. Wayne Gretzky called uh, the New Jersey Devils the Mickey Mouse organization back in the '80s or '90s, I believe. So, yeah. Uh, thank right. thank you for beating thank you for beating the Oilers. Thank you. Um, yeah.
0: No. Uh, beating McDavid was probably one of the proudest moments as a Blackhawks fan these past five years. Ever since they've uh, they've uh, turned over a new leaf and
1: uh, got some new guys in there. So, so. Obviously the Dallas stars are going to the Stanley cup and we have, yeah. we still have two teams left. We have the lightning and we have the Islanders. So uh, I know this is a little bit of a difficult question because I really thought the lightning would just finish it off uh, last night when I was, you know, sending you these questions, but who's a potential champion? Like who, who, is there any clear cut favorite or uh, is there well, possible room for just even playing field? What What's to look for? Well,
0: um you guys are uh you being this, on the devil's podcast you're going to love my pick i think the I think the bolts the lightning will finish it off. I actually do think the islanders will win the next game. I think it'll go seven um but I think the bolts will end up winning that series and it'll be a star's lightning final and I actually do have um the dallas stars winning. I think the dallas stars are the better the best team out of the you know the three remaining or whatever um you know, they got guys like and Ben, Radulov, you know, they added guys like Pavelski and Perry for a lot of depth. Um, even on that, you know, those third and fourth lines, they got, you know, Garanov and Como and guys that really just battle. And, um, you know, their back end's incredible. Um, they got a lot of, they got a lot of guys on that back end where they're all offense. They're all defense. They got a mix of guys. And, um, I don't know. I like the, uh, i like the Dallas Stars to win the Cup. I think they're due. They haven't been there since 2000, you know, 20 years. So I, I do like the Stars. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, here's, a, here's the other problem, though. I want the Lightning to win it all because they have the least association with the New Jersey Devils. Their only association with the Devils came a couple years ago when they knocked them out in the first round of the playoffs. But, you know, that's pretty much right. it. The reason I don't really want the Dallas Stars to win is because now our head coach, Lindy Ruff, was their head coach and just when right, they got yep. rid of him now they're doing better so that's not looking good for the Devils. so that kind of leads into my next question so i don't know if you know much about this topic or not but lindy ruff now the head coach for the new jersey devils i absolutely hated it i felt like there was better options on the table from uh peter laviolette yeah. to gerard Gallard, yeah, of, Laviolette. Um... Ger- I just Gerard like- Gallant still available.
0: I like Gerard Le- Le- Gallant. He was the Vegas coach. Um, right. Lindy, you know what about Lindy Ruff? Lindy Ruff has been around for a while. He was a he was a player as well. So, um, I I believe they uh they lost. He was the Sabres coach in the nineties. I think they lost ninety nine to Dallas in the Stanley Cup final. So he's got a little experience under his belt. So I don't um I don't think it's a bad I don't think it's a bad pickup. There's definitely a lot worse. Um you know, I they brought on Mark Recky too, who's uh he was the assistant coach for Pittsburgh. He was the power play specialist there. So you know they, they got a, they got a lot of experience behind the behind the bench there. So uh, I don't I don't think Dallas is uh, really uh, they'll, they'll be all right. You know.
1: Yeah, but uh, here's the here's a thing where I was uh, just a little hesitant on. It's just that Lindy Ruff he has an adequate zone defense that just does not work in today's NHL because his uh, style of coaching worked better in the early era of the NHL. But remember we go past the year two thousand five where the clutch and grab is abolished and changes how we see hockey because now essentially uh players can't even touch each other without going to the penalty box first for like roughing or tripping or uh holding whatever the case might be so i just feel like i just feel like his style of coaching worked better in the 90s which is where he found more success and then towards his uh end of tenure with the buffalo sabers you saw a little bit of inconsistency so like in his first four years they go to the, the the playoffs and they uh lost you were right, they lost uh, the Stanley Cup Finals to Dallas in the year nineteen ninety nine but uh when we get to the new millennium year, you see inconsistency. you see his uh short tenure in Dallas, and then we get to when he becomes an assistant coach for the Rangers and is in charge of their defensive unit the the New York Rangers are an absolute joke defensively, so that's my concern um,
0: yeah i i I think with them also bringing in mark Reckey. mark Recchi, mark Reckey's had a lot of experience he played in the nhl for 22 years you know what i mean he had over 1500 points that obviously we know the pittsburgh penguins they score a million goals on the power play so i think with lindy ruff's old style and you bring a guy in mark Reckey, who's obviously the assistant coach he'll uh He'll kind of elevate and he'll equal out to that to that new generation of players instead of Lindy Ruff's old. So it'll it'll be a good blend where um, maybe they get a lot of toughness out of Lindy Ruff and then they get that skill and possession play from Mark Reckey, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, now, I was a fan of Mark Recke, uh coming on board for the New Jersey Devils because, like you said, I stated this in my show before, I feel as though Mark Reckey will be a good balance for Lindy Ruff because I, I did say – the key for Lindy Ruff to have any success in New Jersey is he needs a good assistant coach because here's the thing. Mark Recchi has seen success in all generations of the uh, NHL. I believe he's won a Stanley Cup in the 90s. He's won one in the 2000s and then the 2010s period. So, And he still contributed at a high level even though he was getting older. So I feel as though um, he will have some sort of success uh, being a coach. Now, I don't know... Uh, do you have any idea why he was released of uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins? I know that they missed uh, the playoffs, but it's like you know, didn't they have some I, sort I, of I, success? I think they just brought. I think they
0: just brought in new guys in Pitt because they they when they they hired their uh, they hired their new coach and then they brought in new assistants. You see that a lot nowadays, where GMs when they do fire their coach, they'll 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 reassess their whole coaching staff and they'll bring in new guys. Um, like I know firsthand when the Blackhawks fired Joe Quinville, um, they also they also canned their assistants as well, and they just brought in uh, a whole new group of guys. Um, so, so we'll, we'll see how that works out, you
1: know? All right, listeners, let me level with you for a second. Talking about erectile dysfunction is never easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, oh, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry, honey, I'm not just feeling it, uh, I'm watching the New Jersey Devils game, uh, can we just cuddle instead? But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. How do I get started, you might be asking? Well, it's simple. Just go to GetRoman.com XXX and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be so tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Again, go to getroman.com slash locked on NHL today. If approved, you'll get fifteen dollars off of your first order of ED treatment. That's getroman.com slash locked on NHL. You know how we do it on the show. Usually I repeat my advertisements so that way you don't have to rewind it and so that way you get the point. Go to getroman.com slash locked on NHL. Yeah, we'll wait and see. I'm just I'm just hoping for the best, but you gotta prepare for the worst as well. So right. here's a Here's a topic i want to discuss and we we touched on this a little bit we touched on this a little bit when we saw each other a, a couple days ago you're right yeah um, yeah yep. okay let's compare my player patrick elias to one of your players in marion Hosa. now i was saying they are on the same boat in terms of achieving accolades like they've achieved essentially no big accolades so you're not going to see them win uh the frank j Selke award not the most valuable player award uh stanley cup mvp none of that that's out that's out the door they've not won any of those and uh patrick elias has won so he, he he's won two stanley cups and marion hosa has won three so one extra cup but Correct. why is marion hosa a first ballot hall of famer over patrick elias who has to still right. wait well well i'm gonna explain this
0: as easy as possible um obviously with the chicago i i think people look at Hossa's uh career and they they don't really look back at him as an Ottawa Senator or a Detroit Red Wing or a Pittsburgh Penguin. They look at him as a Chicago Blackhawk because that's where all of his success did come from. You know what I mean? Um, right. Marion Hosa was, if not, he was the best all around player for that Chicago Blackhawks team. Not only like you guys, you had t- guys like Hayes, Kane, you know Duncan Keith, Brent Seabrook, Brandon Saad. You
1: had all those guys, right? But a good majority of them still guy. play for the still play for the Blackhawks, if I'm correct. You what? Don't don't uh, the players you listed? Don't they still play for the Blackhawks? A good majority. Correct. of them?
0: Yes, you are correct. Yes, they do play. Um, Marion Marion Hossa had to retire due to like a he had like a skin disease, so that's right. why he had to retire early if he didn't, if he didn't retire and he never had that disease, he'd still be playing at whatever age. I think he'd be 40. I think he'd be 40 years old right now. Um, he'd still be playing and the guy was a mule. This guy was so big. He knocked everybody off the puck. He he knew the right play and he was just the best all around player. You know, Taze is considered the best defensive player on the Blackhawks. You know, he won a lot of, sel. he, I think he won two Selkies. Um, but Marion Hosa, he never got credit. He was an offensive weapon. He was always on the power play. He always had goals. He always had assists. He always gave the fuck to Tasen Kane. And um and on the back end, he he was never a problem on defense. He was their best two way player. Whereas I think Patrick Eliash was he was more of an offensive minded player. Does that make sense? They they have the Hossa, I I actually uh I I got some stats here. Hossa had uh 1,300 games played. Elias had 1,240, right? Their points are about the same. Hossa had 1,130, and uh, Elias had uh, 1,025. So he did hit that 1,000 marker. But this stat comes out to me as this is one of Hossa's. He had 85 game-winning goals in his career. Now, you want to talk about clutch. That is, that is as clutch as it gets right there. Marion Hossa was, he? It, you know what? And he, he won three Stanley Cups. He was a major factor in those Cups. If, they, if the Blackhawks don't have Marion Hossa in three of those in all three years, they don't win. I don't, I don't They might have won in 2015 because he started to get a little older and he wasn't playing as much. But in, in 2010 and 2013, when the Hawks signed him in 2010, it was
1: like this guy is going to be an impact player and he will be dominant, and, and he was. He was he was dominant. But my question is, I'm not not sure if you can answer this or not. Will Patrick Elias ever make it to the Hall of Fame? Like, is there any hope? Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Patrick Elias will be a Hall of Famer. That is that is that is no doubt he will be in the Hall of Fame. I think I think with with the Hall of Fame, you have to look at guys that retire like like. For example, like when Marc Andre Fleury retires, right? He's the he's gonna he's one of the top ten greatest goalies of all time. When he retires, he will be in the hall of fame right away. Whereas when Marion Hosa retired, he will be in the hall of fame right away. It's all about how dynamic those players were in their time. Patrick Elias was an awesome player, right? But he wasn't I don't know how to explain it, he wasn't as, as dominant as those guys. You can argue that Elias was dominant. I have no problem with that. I just don't think he was as dominant as the other ones were does that make sense whereas patrick elias is going to take a couple more years for him to finally get into the hall of fame when that when that you know that class of hall of fame players are elected into the hall of fame
1: so my opinion is i believe he would have been in the hall of fame sooner but the problem is i think he was with the wrong team and the wrong system because when you think of the New Jersey Devils, you think of defense. So yeah, I believe you think we of have- defense
0: toughness. They had they had you know Niedermeyer and Stevens, and they had all these guys. They had there was a guy Jason Arnott. He was a center. He was like six four. Like he was, he would you know he would hit guys. He would control the puck. So yes, I agree with that. The uh, they played a very you know nitty gritty defensive style game whereas Elias did not fit into that system.
1: Right and uh, five retired numbers for the New Jersey Devils for them uh play defense if you count Marty Brodeur, because he was a goalie uh and Correct. who is who is the only forward that's not um that that doesn't play defense it was Patrick Elias he's the only uh only player to not play defense for the Devils that has this number retired so you know, that, that just speaks volumes of know, what it, uh, we, what it we also, are.
0: Yeah, it also, sorry to cut you off. It also could be, you know, he also, you know, he, he played in the era of Broder, so maybe he was outshined a little
1: bit by Broder. Maybe he was kind of like that hidden gem. You know what I mean? But now, it, we we uh, fast forward. So basically, your point is, he will get into the Hall of Fame, but it'll just take some time. And, you know, I touched yeah, on that. Yeah. I, I touched on that on my show, like, earlier uh, when, I, when I first started off, which was, I believe he will make it to the Hall of Fame. Bill will just take patience. The reason Marion Hosa is in the Hall of Fame right now is because when you think of Hossa, you think of those three Stanley Cup uh, championships that the Blackhawks finally won. Because I don't know if you know this or not. When was the last time the Blackhawks won a championship prior to Marion Hossa? Uh, that would be
0: 1961. So it would have been 49 years. So it would have been almost 50 years that the Blackhawks uh,
1: didn't win. My parents weren't even alive at that time. I don't, I don't I, think any of our parents would have. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to leave it there for today. Part 2 will be posted tomorrow, everybody. So I want to thank my guest, Vincent Sansoni, for guest starring on the show. Always a pleasure. Again, keep an ear out for Part 2 tomorrow. We have a lot more to discuss. We're going to be talking about the expansion draft, who's protected on the Chicago Blackhawks, who's protected on the New Jersey Devils, who's packing up their bags and moving to the other side of the coast to play for the Seattle Kraken. We are revisiting that because I love that discussion so much, and it's very interesting to hear from different perspectives. We also talk about the Devils' young core in Hughes and he's your foot all that and let's see who's a bust and who is more likely to succeed you're gonna have to keep an ear out so continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day New Jersey thanks for listening